We're going to kick it off with our weather guy, Phil Duncan. We lost him last week. We found him again now. And Phil, on Friday at Wedderburn, I got told off by a farmer, a Wairarapa farmer, who said, I'm talking about El Nino too much. We're talking this up too much. We're putting the scarers up the farmers. What do you reckon? Um, a little bit, maybe, that, you know, if, we, if you talk about all the negative side of it. But I, I think that we do need to actually talk about it because it's the main driver of our weather pattern this year. And so... To be keeping a sort of a weekly update on where it's going and tracking, I think, is is, is a really good thing. Um, and, you know, we've been seeing it behave a little bit unusually, and certainly this next cyclone that's forming up around Fiji uh, doesn't pose a threat to New Zealand at this stage. But it's, it's a sign that the El Nino this year is unique. We have never seen anything like this, where you've got a strong El Nino forming, or it's still growing, and at the same time you're seeing the Pacific Ocean as warm as it would be during the middle of summer with the La Nina. And so it's a bit of a two two steps in, the, in different directions at the same time. And so, yes, you can talk about, like, hot and dry. We get sick of hearing that all the time. But we do need to actually be monitoring what's going on. And in the next couple of months ahead, we've got both El Nino peaking and at the same time marine heat waves and, and unusual things going on with our weather around New Zealand, Australia and the, and the tropics. We always keep an eye on the New Zealand or the Niwa New Zealand drought index map and, and often at this time of the year, you know, as we're getting into mid-November, parts of the country, the east coast of both islands start to dry up a bit. It's just a normal sort of late spring summer but there's only one wee blob of yellow and that's, where's that Rowena? I'm looking at it uh, Right at the top of the east cape. Yeah, right at the top of the east cape and that is it and yet uh, if you go a bit further round uh, down to the east coast Gisborne area, they've had quite a lot of rain they have. We've had a really good spring. You know, spring brings variety, and this year we got a lot of variety, which is really good. Sometimes you can have just, especially with El Nino, lots of westerlies, and we got that. It's September and October. It was warmer than average and windier than we've seen, and all of a sudden it's gone kind of cooler than average for the top of New Zealand, and and now we're getting some high pressure. And I think, you know, yes, it is certainly wetter than it's been in previous years for many parts of the country, but I've got to say, it's drying out very fast. And you might be surprised how quickly, in two weeks' time, how many people are saying, gosh, we need some rain, if we don't get some decent rain over the next two weeks. And I know that just from the Auckland area where I live, um, that the garden's dry and dusty, the, the grass is going brown. I mean, that's a sign that other neighbouring regions around Auckland are also noticing there is a drying out phase going on now. Well, in Canterbury, what do they say? You're only a week in Norwesters away from a drought. Of course, it's yeah. a big week in Canterbury. The well, the Canterbury it's, it's Cup and Show Week, uh, the New Zealand Agricultural Show. Are they going to get a reasonable week this week? Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, we've got a westerly change coming back this week, so a lot of rain on the west coast. But for the eastern side, um, like today, there's high cloud around and it's nice and warm. Some parts will be up to 30 degrees today potentially. But it cools down on Wednesday, only 16 degrees the high in Christchurch on, on Wednesday. A dry week up until Friday, and then maybe again around Sunday, Monday. Um, but temperature-wise, around the country this week, even though the north of New Zealand's going to warm up, the nights have been cold there lately, most places are actually going to have a fairly cool week. And not overly, as, not, not, maybe not as warm as this week kicks off with. So it's still very much spring, and because of El Nino, sorry to mention it again, uh, but it encourages more southwesters as well. So that's why 
Otago and Southland in particular and the West Coast are getting a lot more wet weather and cooler weather over the last couple of weeks and more to come. Jamie, you were mentioning Canterbury just before. We've had a text in from Hayden to say drying out in Pleasant Point. The ridges are going brown. Yeah, which possibly wouldn't be totally unusual for this time of the year. We'll, uh, we'll update uh, the Canterbury situation because we've got one of our panellists there today, Craig Hickman out of Mid-Canterbury. OK, Phil, anything else we need to keep an eye on for this week? No, I, I think, you know, just going back to your very first question about are we talking about El Nino too much, doing these podcasts on Farmers Weekly with them lately, and we were talking to farmers, we've been talking to Steve Harris and a few others, and they're all saying even if the pattern isn't feeling like El Nino, you should still be prepared for it because it can get very dry, very hot, very quickly. So it's good to balance both things so that we all have a good state of mind. Well, Stephen Harris, I need to correct you, isn't a farmer anymore. <laughs> no, he's he's, yester- he's yesterday's man. Yes. <laughs> Phil, okay, rightio, I thought it wasn't too bad. There we go, I Phil, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil Duncan. We'll see you later, Phil. I'm laughing. It just must have cut off. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Phil Duncan um, from Weatherwatch. Go to the website weatherwatch.co.nz or get the app and see what it's going to be like at your place.